Well, we have made it this far to a time of reflection and sitting before the Lord and um, silence and in, and in worship of Him. So I wanted to give a brief, um, just talk about um, one more woman. You know, again, we talked last night about the Samaritan woman who longed to be accepted. Hagar, who longed to be seen, right? And the woman who was caught in adultery who wanted to be wanted. And so as we prepare our hearts for communion, I want to draw your attention again to one more woman, Mary of Bethany. Okay. So she appears three times in the Gospels, and every single time she's found where? At Christ's feet. Every single time. So in, um, in her home, she set aside purposeful time to listen to him, to learn of him. We see that with all the chaos and Martha running around with her head cut off, right? <laughs> we see that. And then when Lazarus died, we see her again when Jesus shows up, run to him and throw herself down at his feet and say, if you were here, my brother would not have died. And you know how Christ answers her? With tears. He weeps with her. He speaks her love language. He doesn't say anything at all. He just cries with her and meets her on that emotional level. So, and again, then he does the impossible. So again, I want to talk to you a little bit about this third time that she is at his feet. But in those other experiences, and I'm sure there were many others with her because that's just the defining mark of her life, she came to understand that God was willing to give his greatest treasure, Jesus, greatest treasure because she was of infinite value right and so that's what we've been talking about this entire weekend she was of infinite value she understood that you are of infinite value so throughout sarah's teaching you've been asked whether you know and you believe that you are fully and totally and completely known and loved by god do you know it do you truly, truly comprehend it? Do you understand what God the Father was willing to do for you, what Jesus Christ was willing to do for you to have your heart? Again, it's something that we hear taught often, but do we really, really understand? And again, you know, we brought this up several times, but the moment that man's relationship was severed with the Father, immediately he set a plan of action plan into action to restore that relationship, right? He didn't even want to wait a second before he started pursuing us. And in my mind, I imagine this conversation between the Godhead of saying, who, who will go for us? Who will go? And Christ steps forward and he says, I chose her. I chose you from the foundation of the world. I'll do it because she's mine. I will give my life for hers. Take it. Take it. And Christ himself, again, as Sarah's already talked about this as well, he said, there's no greater love than to lay down your life for somebody. I mean, again, do you understand to die for somebody? There's no, there's nothing more that you can do for anyone than to lay down your life. And so the father willingly gave his only begotten son so that what was lost could be restored. You and him forever. That's what he wants. <laughs> you and him forever and ever. I used to get this picture in my mind when I was very first walking with the Lord that one day I would be standing in Jesus' presence and we were literally holding hands like children in a wheat field and spinning into a circle. It was just this crazy picture that I had in my mind of how he delighted over me and how he wanted me to be with him. You know, that we would play and that we would, again, have a friendship and a love relationship and all of those things. And again, he wants that for you. He wants that for you too. So do you believe, we're going to ask again, that you are cherished totally and fully and completely by God? So Mary of Bethany did. She did. And in return, she lavishly, lavishly poured out her heart in her most valued possession. You guys know that it was a, a pound of spikenard, a very expensive and costly oil. 
And again, it was a life savings. For us, that would be like pouring out your, your entire retirement that you've saved on Christ's feet. If you can imagine the amount of money, it's all of your livelihood, it's everything you have, everything to secure your future. That's what she poured out. There was no cost too great. Nothing she was unwilling to sacrifice to express her adoration and her gratitude for him. To her, Jesus was worth everything, and I hope that he is worth everything to you. So offer yourselves, offer your life fully to him. And again, you will never feel unloved, unseen, unheard, unwanted, unappreciated, unworthy, unclean, or unfulfilled. He loves you. He sees you. He hears you. He wants you. He values you. He has cleansed you, and he will fill you to overflowing. Amen? Amen. So let us pray. And then as Kate and Luke lead worship, you are welcome to sit and to reflect. And if you guys will bring the house lights down. And you are able, you can take communion on your own. Okay? So Jesus... If there are women here, Lord, that still doubt your unfathomable, measureless love, I pray that you would settle that in their hearts right now. May they entrust their heart to you fully. May there be nothing that they are left clinging to, hanging on to for themselves because they're scared. But may they willingly open up their hands, release the grip, and give it to you. Pour it out upon you. You are an unfathomable God, greater than anything we can comprehend. You do greater things than we can ask, think, or imagine. You have loved us exceedingly abundantly above all so jesus we are mindful of your sacrifice now that you were willing that you said yes that you came that you were tortured and beaten and that you poured out your blood for us again so that we could be with you forever so lord just keep that image in our mind lord May we remember it, and may we show our gratitude by pouring out our lives. We love you so very, very much, and we are so grateful for this time that we've had with you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
His love for us How vast beyond all measure That He should give His only Son To make a wretch's treasure How great the pain of searing Father turned his face away As wounds which mar the chosen man Bring many sons to glory Behold the man upon a cross Thank you, Jesus My sin upon his shoulders Ashamed, I hear my mocking voice Call out among the scoffers It was my sin that held him there Until it was accomplished His dying breath has brought me Beyond all measure That he should give his only son To make a wretch his treasure How great the pain of searing loss The father turned his face away as wounds which mar the chosen one Bring many sons to glory Bring many sons to glory
scripture that the Lord spoke through. Reflect on the fact that he loves you. Not focusing on the you, but focusing on the him. What he did, who he is, what he has done, what he has to offer for you. And the humility of recognizing that you have nothing to offer in return. Nothing that is worthy enough. Nothing that is going to be deserving. And have peace and rest and joy in the fact that you have nothing to give that could earn or deserve. And the joy of that is that when you cannot earn and you cannot deserve something and it is given to you, then you can't lose it because you didn't earn it. You didn't do anything for it. He did everything for you. And he loves you. He loves you. Okay, well, I told you guys I had a little something planned for you. You're going to be standing here for a minute. Are you okay. okay with that? Sure. Okay, okay. So I want to conclude our time together by reading scripture over you, and this is how this is going to work. I spent a lot of time praying over, um, can we lift the lights? Mm-hmm. Praying over each and every one of you guys by name. And I know that you guys filled out questionnaires and you did all these things and you selected this word of the thing that you most needed and all this stuff. And, and I asked the Lord to give me one of our love words for you. And again, so the love, so again, on this little strip of paper that I gave you, it has the word that I felt like the Lord led me in for you. And it may or may not be what you put was your greatest need. Okay. So I want to, what's going to happen here is that I'm going to have, I'm going to go through every single word, and if I call your word that's on the back of your strip, I want you to stand up. I want to speak exhortation over you, I want to read scripture over you, and I want those who are, again, to affirm that, you know, that are not standing. And when we get to the very end of our words, there are 12 all together, we're going to pray over you, both Sarah and I. Okay? All right? Are we ready? So the first word is heard. So all of you who need to be heard. Oh boy, I'm going to lose it quick. (laughs) God is listening. He hears your cries. He knows every thought and every word before it is spoken. We are listening. We're listening to you. What you say matters. 
it is worthwhile to others in a deep and profound way. Your words are understood and they are respected. Luke 11:9 says, So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. John 15, 7, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Jeremiah 33, 3, Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Psalm 91, 15, He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Isaiah 50, verse 4, The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. You may be seated. Valued. Please stand up. You are of great worth to God, to others, and to the kingdom of God. You are important. What you do is beneficial. You are needed. And because you are of infinite value, there is nothing that God would not sacrifice to have your heart. No price is too great. His love for you knows no bounds. It cannot be comprehended or contained it is measureless. Matthew 10, 31, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are more valued than many sparrows. Philippians 4, 19, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. John 15, 13 through 14, greater love has none than this than to lay down his life for one's friend, for his friends. Romans 8, 32, 8, 32, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for you, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? 1 Peter 1.4, an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that does not fade away, is reserved in heaven for you. Know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ. You can be seated. Known. God fully knows your heart. He understands your thoughts and your words. He is acquainted with all of your ways. He knows where you are going before you take your first step. He formed you with purpose and intent without mistake. There is nothing about you that is unknown to him. Psalm 139, 16 through 17, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God, how great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. Job 10, 8 and 11 through 12, your hands have made me and fashioned me in intricate unity. You have clothed me with skin and flesh, knit me together with bones and sinews. You have granted me life and favor. Your care has preserved my spirit. Job 23, 10 and 13 through 14. But he knows the way that I take. And when he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. And whatever his soul desires, that he does, for he performs what is appointed for me. You may be seated. Accepted. You are regarded favorably by God, and we commend you for who you are as individuals. Unique, fearfully and wonderfully and intentionally made, fashioned by God for his purposes. Isaiah 43, 7, you are called by my name. I have created you for my glory. I have formed you, yes, I have made you. Ephesians 2.10, for you are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand so you should walk in them. John 15.16, you did not cho choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask 
in the, ask the Lord in my name, he may give you. You can sit down. Favored. Oh, we're missing somebody. I don't see you. All right. You have been chosen before others. Preferred. Esteemed. Honored. Boy, I can't look at my friends. <laughs> Distinguished by respect and dignity. God honors those who honor him. And so do we. Deuteronomy. 7-6, you belong to the Lord your God. He has chosen you to be his own possession out of all the peoples of the face of the earth. 1 Samuel 2-30, those who honor me, I will honor. John 12-26, if anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Isaiah 43, 4, 7, and 10, since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. You are called by my name. I have created you for my glory. I have formed you. Yes, I have made you, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. You can be seated. Chosen. You have been selected by God to bear his name. You are marked by his favor, called by name and set apart for his purposes. Ephesians 1.4, God chose you in Christ before the foundation of the world that you should be holy and without blame before him. Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I consecrated you. Ephesians 4.1, walk worthy of the calling to which you were called. Isaiah 42, 1 and 6, Behold my servant whom I uphold, my elect one in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you... I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from prison, those who sit in darkness from the prison house, behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things that I declare before they spring forth, I tell you of them. That was the card I was given at in 2015, and you didn't even know me, <laughs> and I remember it, and it's still in my Bible. Treasured. You guys can sit down, I'm sorry. Treasured. Oh boy, now my mom's standing up. Okay, don't look over there. <laughs> you are prized. Nothing can compare to your worth. It is far above rubies. Because you are his special treasure, God has gone to great lengths to care for you and to protect you. Psalm 512, for you... Bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. Isaiah 46, 3-4. You have been upheld by me from birth. You have been carried from the womb. Even to your old age, I am he. And even to gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made you and I will bear. Even I will carry and will deliver you. Excuse me. 1 Peter 2, 9, you are God's treasure, set apart as God's devoted one. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light, and now he claims you as his very own. He did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Isaiah 62, 3, you shall be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God, for the Lord delights in you. You can be seated. Thank you, Janet Turner. 
God is dedicated to you. He will remain by your side, steadfast and loyal until the end. When darkness shrouds your vision, obstacles obscure your path and confusion clouds your judgment, when you feel like your future is bleak, he needs you to trust him. Deuteronomy 31.6, be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Isaiah 41, 8 through 10, you are my servant whom I have chosen and said to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not cast you away. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 54, 2 through 5, enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes, for you shall expand to the right and to the left. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed, neither will you be disgraced. For you will not be put to shame, for you will forget the shame of your youth and will not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. For your maker is your husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, he is your redeemer for the Lord has called you. Isaiah 62, 2, you shall be called by a new name with which the mouth of the Lord will name. You can be seated. Scene. God, El Roi, he sees you. He has never lost sight of you. Nothing is hidden from his sight. He acknowledges and understands you. He sees the depth of your hearts and he loves you the same. He also acknowledges your plight. He understands your plight and he will be with you. First Peter 3.12, for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayer. Psalm 32, seven through eight, you are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Psalm 33, 13, 15 and 18, the Lord looks down from heaven and sees. He sees all the sons of men. He fashions their hearts individually. He considers all their works. The eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy. Psalm 139, 8 through 10. Where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. You may be seated. Appreciated. God recognizes your worth. He understands and recognizes the implications of your labor, your sacrifice. We acknowledge that what you do is important. We admire you and we are grateful for you. Colossians 3, 23 through 24, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward for the one you serve is Christ. Matthew 25, 23, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Mark 10, 29 through 31, Assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and for the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time and in the age to come eternal life. 2 Timothy 4, 8, 
For there is laid up for you a crown of righteousness, which the Lord will give you on that day. You may be seated. Wanted. Hey, baby girl. <laughs> Just as you are. You are longed for and desired. When you were lost, God sought you out and brought you close. As a groom loves his bride, God loves you to the exclusion of everyone else. Your relationship with him is yours alone. Song of Solomon 7.10, I am my beloved's and, he, and his desire is toward me. Isaiah 62, 5, as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so your God shall rejoice over you. Psalm 37, 4 through 5 and 7, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Isaiah 44, 1 through 3, 5 and 21. Thus says the Lord who made you and formed you from the womb, who will help you. Fear not, my servant, whom I have chosen, for I will pour water on him who is thirsty. I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessings on your offspring. You will say, I am the Lord's. You will write with your hand the Lord's. You will not be forgotten by me. Isaiah 49:16. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Hosea 2:19. I will betroth you to me forever. You can be seated. Cherished. Stand up. So this is our all-encompassing word. So first, we want you to know that you are heard and valued, known, accepted, favored, chosen, treasured. God is committed to you. He sees you. You are appreciated and you are wanted. You have a special place in God's heart and he has pl placed great value upon you. And the world will know that he loves you. He delights in you. He is proud to call you his own. Because he cherishes you, he has kept you and cared for you when you were unaware. He has given you his heart. Do not be afraid to entrust yours to him. Luke 15, 21 through 22. Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and saddle a uh, sandals not saddles sandals on his feet jeremiah 29 11, for i know the thoughts i think towards you says the lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope you will call upon me and go and pray to me and i will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart jeremiah 31 3 I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Again, I will rebuild you and you shall be rebuilt. Isaiah 43, 1, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. And finally, Romans 8, 35 through 38, who shall separate you from the love of God? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. All right, you guys can be seated. So we are going to pray over you guys. And may God's word, the words that were spoken, may they be 
real and alive in your life. May you believe them. Again, Sarah talked about that our problem as women is oftentimes that we do not believe God's word. Mm -hmm. So again, may you apply those things. And again, believe him when he speaks to you. And again, may they go in deep, deep, mm -hmm. deep, deep and bring forth great fruit. Mm -hmm. Again, and don't leave this place feeling anything less than cherished by God. Right. So go ahead. Oh, Heavenly Father, we praise you for the living and the active, personal, powerful word. For the living word and the written word. For the names that you have changed today. For the identities, God, that you have secured this weekend, maybe for the first time. Oh God, I thank you that roots have eat, inched deeper under the soil. Jesus, we acknowledge that you have orchestrated all of this to give yourself glory. Each one of us bears your image and was born in the image of you to declare your glory. Despite what the past is or the present or the future, oh God, we give you all the glory and we believe you at your word that we are known by you, we are loved by you, chosen, picked out, cherished, filled up with and now through your strength and through your mark on us god you will be able in and through us we praise you jesus for who you are and for what you've done and for what you will continue to do because that is the power of your word it plants a seed and it blossoms and it grows and I trust you that you will grow a forest out of the saplings in this room and that the roots will run so deep in who they are and who I am and who Julie is in you that we will be blown away at the experience ahead we have with you. And Lord, we know that you hear the groanings, Lord, even when your people were in bondage in Egypt, Lord, you heard their cry, you saw their plight, you saw all of it, Lord, and you sent somebody for them. Lord, you sent Jesus for us because you heard the groanings of our hearts, the love that we needed so desperately. And again, Lord, we thank you so much that we have been able to set apart these days to sit and to know and to believe that we are indeed loved. To sure that up in our heart and in our mind, Lord, because maybe we weren't sure before we arrived. Lord, I have begged you and pleaded with you <laughs> for each one of these women. Lord, I've heard their hearts, at least pieces of them, Lord, and I know that they've been hurting, and God, it is my earnest desire and prayer that they do leave this place totally changed with a different perspective mm -hmm. so again lord set yourself as a seal upon their heart may they not doubt and not waver in their belief of your love for them as they go forth and may they be ever mindful of you and your presence in every activity, in every thought, in every bit of their life. And may it give them great security and confidence no matter what is outside of these doors. We believe you, Lord, when you say that nothing can separate us from your love. Nothing. So, Lord, we just give all of this into your hands, Lord. We expected great things, and you accomplished great things, and we praise you. So, Father, continue to work. We love you, Lord. I love these women. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you.
Thank you, Bren. So I want to conclude our time together by th uh, thanking all of those who helped make this conference a great success. <laughs> Obviously for Sarah for teaching the word, for killing it. All right. <laughs> See, now y'all know why I love her. Okay, okay. For Kate and Luke, obviously, for ushering us into the presence of God. What a gift they have. Wonderful. And I want you guys to know that there's someone in our midst. Her name is Veronica. Stand up, please, so we can look at you. She hates me. I know. Feel the love, Veronica. Feel the love. Let everyone look at you. Just wave your hand then. Just wave. She's right there in the back. Okay. Let me tell you something about her. She was adamant about catering this event. She did my daughter's bridal shower. It was delicious. She is so talented. She was adamant that she was going to do this. She, I said, okay, let's look and let's get some other caterers and let's do this. So she comes in and basically throws it on my desk. Because <laughs> she wanted to do it, right? And she just wants to be a blessing and that's all, right? She's a selfless servant. Well, Veronica's um, aged grandpa has been sick and he passed away on Friday in the midst of her preparation for you guys. The funeral was yesterday, today. She stayed here for you to minister to you guys. I did not ask that of her. She stayed here to show that kind of sacrificial love for you guys. So please hug her and kiss her and tell her how wonderful her food is and thank her for her sacrifice because that is huge. That is huge. So again, I just want to acknowledge that sacrifice because that is no small thing, okay? I want to uh, put out a special thanks to my parents, <laughs> my poor parents. It's hard to have me as your daughter. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All this business, this pool noodle Amazon box situation, this whole thing, <laughs> she gets roped into everything with me. <laughs> so, so thank you, Mom, for your countless hours and time, Dad, too. I want to thank the vendors for coming, for sharing your gifts and your talents with us. They are immense, wonderful. Thank you so much. And for my many, many helpers, many, many helpers that I've had come in and do a variety of things. I mean, there are so many people. So on your tables, you, the little cutie trees that are in the middle, you guys are going to see a little white mosaic heart hanging there. Those were made by Wendy, one of our vendors. And they serve as a reminder that what was broken, God makes whole. So I want you guys, again, there's not enough for everyone, and I apologize for that, but I want, if you want one of those, please take them as a reminder. You can use them as a Christmas ornament. You can certainly hang them from your car mirror. Again, whatever is going to keep it in the front of your mind that God cherishes you. And what is broken, he makes whole. So you guys go ahead and take those. And Lord willing, I will see you next year.